Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> Lion face. Ah, lemon face. Ooh. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. The the planes in fame. The brains in. <laughs> Try again. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and the award for worst intro of all time goes to. Oh, nice. Thematically, it makes sense too. <laughs> Let me be frank, Kevin Spacey. <gasps> How okay, great, to remember? How great would it be if he was the secret Oscars host, guys? I would have done it. Like, a let me be frank recreation, just to kick off the show. Do you guys think he watched... Hi, hi there, new episode of Real Flicks. Josh, mm-hmm. Mason, mm-hmm. Cody, all here. You think Kevin Spacey watched the Academy Awards? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You think he got some screeners, was fired up, had like a little Oscar pool, maybe some, you know, snacks? Yeah. <laughs> Or is he just like sitting alone, <laughs> rewatching Usual Suspects for the 18th time? No, he was probably watching um, K-Pax. Oh, <laughs> K-Pax scared me when I was a kid. Haven't seen it, but it's a funny bit. This is a weird movie. I watched it with my parents. Nice. Cannot even remember the last movie I watched with my parents. Let's see. What? No? Two. No? Oh, that was what I had in mind. Uh, let's see. I actually started watching The Matrix with my dad the other day. Did you not have any good movies to watch? Matrix is a good movie. Why aren't you a jerk? (laughs) Sorry, it's just a little little bit too much leather for me, for my taste, you know? Sounds like you're scared of what you can achieve. I don't know what that means, but okay, yes. I'm not even going to explain it. Okay, that's fair. Because I definitely know what I mean. Are you, like, okay right now? Jeez. Yeah, I'm tired. Cody, you're just blasting from both ends. I love it. Um, so the Oscars were last night. Mm-hmm. And show of most hands, of us watched it. Show of hands of who watched. <laughs> this is a podcast. Show of hands. Good bit for our... Um... Audio-based entertainment. Okay, so I only see one hand up, and it's mine. How dare you both? I didn't watch it. That's fair. Josh, how much did you watch? Uh, I missed bits and pieces of it because I wasn't paying attention, but I watched the whole thing. I watched the entire ceremony. I was glued to my television set. I had the mute button at the ready, just in case anything Queen or Bohemian Rhapsody-related happened. Did you Um, watch the intro? Not for long. I literally, I'm not even lying to you guys. As soon as that started, I was like, okay, cool, sweet. And I left my apartment, I went down the street, I got a shamrock shake, and I came back just as it was, like, ending. Like, all right. That long? Yeah. Well, it takes a while. You know, you gotta put your order in, you gotta wait for it to be finished. No, I'm, but no, I didn't back. watch it. I don't know how long it was. It was that long that you were able to do all of that? God, it was like 10, wasn't it like 10 minutes? Felt like, if, if, maybe it felt longer than it actually was, but it was pretty long. And they didn't even do Bohemian Rhapsody, which was kind of weird. Well, who wants to listen to Adam Lambert? I mean, <laughs> sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Apparently, they tour. I don't. I haven't met a soul who's ever gone to see Adam Lambert and Bohemian Rhapsody. 
pretty... know multiple people that have. Yikes. Uh, give me a breakdown of those people. Uh, my parents. Old. Uh, oh, my geez. cousin. Oh, no. Old. He's not old. He's like 27. Old. Um, <laughs> Your parents also saw you too, so that kind of saves them. Yeah. Is that canon? Yeah. 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 I could have gone, but I chose to stay home and do nothing. I try. I literally tried to pay him to go, Cody, and he just Sad. still didn't even go. Because <laughs> I think it was the same show that I was at, so I was going to go and just wail you in the nuts and walk away. And just mm-hmm. right, during, right as Edge started, where the streets have no name, I was going to give you a nice little knee right to the schnoz, or not that's the schnoz. Like is the, the best. That's like my second favorite YouTube song. Behind what? Yeah, uh, Silver Power. I'm looking for. You know nothing about the U2s. I know their good album. The Fly, Cody. It's a prank call from hell. Get with the program. No, um, but after after Queen, um, you know, destroyed music and Adam Lambert ruined my life pretty much. Uh, it went okay. What do you guys think? No host, Cody Abbott. You're not really is tuned into this, but I guess I kind of like your perspective of, you didn't watch, so did it seem like people were more focused on not having a host, or was it more about the movies and the winners and stuff like that? I don't know, I feel like it was just not really about anything this year, Mm. because no one was mad about anything. (laughs) Well, did you notice we didn't get any uh, hashtags or anything? Thank God. uh, Yeah, that's true. Well, I... Yeah, Oscar so White is not going to happen any, again, I think. Or at least not for a very long time. I don't know. I, I don't really have an opinion on it. It just kind of, it happened. I sat there and watched it for three and a half hours, and then I went to bed. Maybe the real Oscars. It was all the friends the we friends made. Friends along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, li- I really like, that's a wholesome, wholesome memo. Um, it really is. Very wholesome. Uh, I I mean, the question you have to weigh is what does the host add? And after this year, I think you realized nothing, uh, nothing. Like they do a monologue. They add they add time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, pretty much they do a monologue, which is usually okay. I mean, if you're not Seth MacFarlane, it's okay. Or NPH. Not that I really remember it, which I guess is kind of why it's Seth bad. MacFarlane was the only one that I legitimately enjoyed. I just, how is it that f- six years ago, the monologue did a song about how he's seen various actresses' boobs, and like, that's okay. Like, was, I don't care, was, it made me laugh. Was 2013 really that much different than, from, you know, the yes. Me Too era? That's, yep. That's, that's insane to me. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, the host, yeah, they do their opening monologue or something to start the show, and then they do like, a bit, you know, Kimmel had the uh, bringing the people from the tour bus. He had the went to the movie theater. Yeah, there was like a movie theater where they gave out snacks and stuff like that. And PH had that briefcase. I don't remember. Like Ellen, she dressed up as like a princess. I don't remember. So I don't know. I feel like we're probably gonna miss that eventually. But I think you could do probably five years. Especially after this, the ratings went up by like three million from last year. You could probably just do five straight years without a host, and then maybe hope either people start missing a host, or it's just that's what we do now. We don't do a host, and we just do bits throughout the show. I don't know. Do you guys care? Do you have thoughts? Or is not that- really. 
I mean, yeah. I appreciated not going to bed at midnight. That was nice. Um, I still think they should cut down at least two songs, and I, I still think they need to put some categories during commercials. Yeah, but like that, not 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 cinematography. Not, yeah, that, not was, that was gloriously stupid. But you know, documentary short. Nobody like I, I have all the respect in the world for documentary filmmakers. I have made documentaries that are short, and I don't. I don't care. Nobody cares. Just dark commercials. I mean, you're gonna say that, st- but in ten years from now, when your furry doc is you know up there and it's getting shown, you're gonna want it to be on TV. I I wouldn't care as long as I get the trophy. I'm gonna make a doc about the Dave Matthews band, but it's just gonna be about the band. No Dave Matthews. The other guys. Yeah, I'm gonna make it about be- behind the Matthews. <laughs> No, I'll just make a career out of making documentaries about, like, famous groups, but not the most famous one. So it'll be, like, everybody but Getty Lee and Rush. <laughs> That's my documentary. I'm pretty sure everybody in Rush is equally as famous. Getty Lee and is, like... Neil no, Peart no is the Getty actual Lee. famous one in Rush. No, it's Getty Lee. Because he mm. he's got the tiny glasses and the weird hair and the... You he's know, so talented. I love Rush. Head. I love Rush so much. Like, Really? I really do like Rush. Not a meme. Yeah, I like no Rush. No meme. I love Rush. I saw them live. When? At the State Fair, like <laughs> in 2011. Nice. At the New York State Fair. Pretty much the premiere yeah. of concert uh, events, the New York State Fair. Who who have you seen at the State Fair? Uh, The Color Chickens. Who? There were Color Chickens one year. Oh, no. What bands? My si- con- my silence what, what, should indicate to you concerts? that I haven't seen any. I don't I don't like the fair. I've never liked the fair. I liked it when I was like up to twelve, and then I got nobody bored likes of it. the fair. And especially the we make Cody. We make a lot of jokes here, but going to the fair in upstate New York in the summertime miserable experience is like the it's like the seventh seventh seven and a half like the ring of hell. You'll see things there that you just can't unsee teeth where they shouldn't be. Sores, no sores, they should be. Sores, <laughs> sores and moles and just uh, scabs as far as the eye can see. Arm flab that could stretch over the sun. It's just a horrible I just don't experience. get it, though. Don't you have to pay to get in there? Yeah, that's also a big turnoff. I just want to go. Just want to go. <laughs> I don't want to. Like, I'm going to, I, I'm taking a vacation in May to go to Universal, to Harry Potter World, and I'm kind of dreading it. Because it's just all the people. I just I don't want to deal with that. It's your you, second you get there, you won't care. Okay, that place is awesome. So, do you, so do you like take edibles beforehand or something. I mean, I'm in Florida, so odds are I'll either you know overdose on some drug or commit a felony while I'm there. It's just pure <laughs> statistics. But no. Anyways, don't know how we got from the Oscars to the New York State Fair, but whatever. Rush, rush. Yeah, that's, that's right. But yeah, I agree with you, Josh. Doc short feature. They're great. Good congratulations. You did a great job. We don't need that during the show. Three people care. Nobody's seen it. You know, good work, but come on. Live action short. Eh. Uh, there's other ones that uh, both, both, all, all short films, all documentaries. I can see the argument for just feature documentary, but that's it. I mean, after this year, I think we can pretty much. I'm fine with cutting best makeup and hairstyling because that was 
literally the most painful thing I've ever seen on television. I was, I don't even know what happened. Uh, the vi- vice one and one person prepared a speech, but the other two didn't. So they were like all trying to read off of the paper of like thanking people. And it went on from not even kidding 45 minutes and it was terrible. <laughs> and then they just cut them off and w- they walked away and like <laughs> it, <laughs> the only thing it was missing is that curb your enthusiasm music at the end. Oh dear. It was that just, uh, ungodly uncomfortable. So that can go. Um, yeah, I, I mean, best version of song, kinda, but it depends on the year, cause like, sometimes, some years there's like really great songs, and some years there aren't. Like the U2 year is really good, obviously. Last year is pretty strong. And I like having music break it up instead of a bit. So, I don't really I mind don't. that. Shallow is cool. You can you can control the length of a bit to like thirty seconds. A song is going to be however long the song is. Well, no, they cut it down. Shallow was cut down a little bit. Was it? I don't know. Where the it was still like three and a half minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind that. Uh, I don't. I could not do Jennifer Hudson for All Fight. I just could not. I don't like. I, she goes way too hard as a singer, and just uh, no thanks. And then when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, iconic. Capital I. Just great. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Most people don't. That's why that nobody yeah. likes watch the Oscars, but yeah. So they could probably cut two to four, and no, not many people would be upset. That they're just, yeah. you know, put them in the commercials, yeah. move into the technicals. If, if they announce that, do you think it's get the same reaction that the the um? I mean, cinematography and everything. Doing cutting. cinematography and editing is just stupid. Like that's that's those are two of the most. There's zero possibly the two most important things. There's so. zero universe where anyone would like be like oh, okay, like any filmmaker or yeah. any person who likes movies should be like yeah, we could do without cinematography or editing. That's fine. Yeah. Like maybe editing. If it was editing and those other two, then eh, okay, probably sure. But cinematography, it's literally how the movie looks. I. I think my conspiracy theory is that they only flirted about with cutting it after Deacon's won, because that's what everybody was waiting for. And now that he's won, they're like, okay, we could probably bail on that. And everybody else is just like, no, we like it. Sorry. But. So, and let's see, clocked in at about, what was it, 314 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yes. Not bad. Last year was it's a big improvement. <laughs> last year was three hours and fifty three minutes. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, three hours and forty nine minutes. The year before that, three thirty seven. So it's just been getting worse and worse yeah. and so, worse. So three seventeen. Keep keep away the host. Yeah. May may cut down either on categories or songs or both, and we should be fine. Yeah. Probably songs. I'd say songs. So do you guys want to do, just kind of run over some of the winners, or do you want to talk about some of the extracurriculars, like oh, trailer, specifically I, trailers first? I didn't watch any of the trailers, so that's going to be a waste of time. There were only like two. I, I didn't watch either of them. One of them was nothing. They're still worth talking about. Okay. Let's do trailers first, since it's going to be so quick. We got two looks. Kind of. A look and then a listen. Um, Lion King. I'm gonna, yep. I think they missed an award. The most pointless trailer of all time goes to the Lion King trailer that aired during the Oscars. Yeah. Like, there was no... Like this was the same trailer with two new shots. It's a couple new shots, and I was like, oh, they're shooting a new Lion King. Okay, we're seeing sort of the same things, 
the second Star Wars trailer kind of did that a little bit. Not really, eh, not really come to think of it, but like, okay. So you're gonna have a, like a stinger at the end. So like, you're gonna this show. Was just, this was just the TV version of the trailer we got. Yeah. There's no, like, we didn't see any Timon, we didn't see any Pumba. No. Rafiki didn't talk, talk much. No Simba or Nala or anything like that. It was just. We got Simba sneezing. I know, it was cute. It was cute. But like, really? You're, I mean, hey, Disney's, we know they got money. So like, really want to put your money to that? Truth be told, they don't. They don't need to show anything else. Everyone in the world's going to see the movie. Get a billion dollars. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure out why he showed in the first place. If there's nothing, I mean, they released a new poster. That was cool. So just do I that. Know. I don't know. Or show they, like, or do just like a 15 seconds of a song. It's I don't Disney. Know. They need all attention to be on them at all times. I just it's, thought it was weird. It's whatever. Like at least just put something, a little tiny glimpse of something at the end. Just something to talk about. Other than I, I was waiting for like something else to happen. I was like, oh, okay, this is just the same thing. And then the other trailer. Not really a trailer, more of a look, but it was cool. So I want to talk about it because I was so happy when I saw it. The Irishman got a little a trailer I would compare to The Dark Knight. You guys remember that first Dark Knight trailer? Yeah, like with the, the bat logo. Lights, yeah. yeah, shooting out. It was kind of like have, that. I, I, it's also like the uh, first Half Blood Prince trailer, if you remember that. I never saw that. What? It was in, it was one? Uh, Harry Potter 6, Half Blood Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, there was just like a voiceover with Dumbledore and Harry. It was like 30 seconds long. Oh, I want to look that up now. That's awesome. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Uh, but it was pretty simple. It was, you know... Uh, I read the book, so I kind of know a little bit of what they were talking about. That when Jimmy Hoffa first met Frank Sheeran, um, who's the who kind of was a part of the book that became this movie, uh, the first thing Hoffa ever said to him was that, "Oh, I heard you paint houses," which means like, "I heard you kill people and get blood all over walls and stuff like that." So it was a nice, and the book is called "I Heard You Paint Houses." So it was a nice little shout out to that, and just had a really cool thing of the bullet. You know, being shot and then sort of falling to fit the eye of all their names, which I was like, shout out to whoever realized that they all had eyes in their names and that you could put a bullet <laughs> in there because it's a really clever idea. Um, but, uh, they confirmed it was coming out this year. They confirmed to be on Netflix and theaters, confirmed the fall. So very excited. And by, by fall release, do they just mean like not December, right? I don't understand uh, that. It means they probably don't know the exact date yet, but December is winter, right? So it's got to be in the fall. I mean, December is like mid, like mid December is winter. Like fall goes until mm. I don't know, like December sixteenth or something. I think fall I, goes to the. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something, Cody. No. You're always good for those. But doesn't really matter. Excited nonetheless. So stoked. I well, we'll talk a little bit. We'll get back into Irishman talk in just a bit, but um. Let's get back. Let's get to these awards now. Uh, best visual effects went to First Man over Avengers, really? Christopher Robin, Ready Player One, and Solo. Yeah, it did. That does not make sense to Cody. Why is that? There weren't that many visual effects in it. I think that's kind of the point. It's kind of like you don't notice it. That whole it's so good mentality of. The best visual effects are the ones you don't see, which I don't completely agree with, but whatever. Yeah, Cody. Okay. 
Uh, you got me, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I, I'm glad that First Man got some recognition. Yeah, I'm glad it got something. I mean, it should have gotten score instead of visual effects. But yeah. I'm just, I'm still salty that the stupid flagship, you know, made it, made everybody. I don't think that had anything to do with it. Mm, I think it did. Maybe not like. I'm not saying I'm not saying without the flag people being stupid it would be like a best picture nominee but it would have been more successful. I think a lot of people just didn't like the movie because it wasn't no, about still, the mission it was about him. It's the Rotten Tomatoes score is like insane. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, let me. I don't know. A lot of people don't like that movie. It's in the '80s, isn't it? It is. Certified fresh at 87% with an average rating of 8.1 and 91% uh, among top critics. So certainly, I mean, it's a couple ticks lower than Star is Born with probably a higher average rating. So I don't know. Don't understand it. Do not understand it. But I'm sure a part of the Academy and a part of them just didn't want to have the Respect in America. Maybe they just didn't want Giselle up there for a third year in a row. I don't know. Maybe. I like that little boy. He is a good boy. Little Damien Giselle. Um, Best film editing. Inexplicably went to Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) Don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Your rebuttal, Josh? I don't care. Oh, I don't care about most of these. I'm just whatever. It's about celebrating the movies, not who wins and loses. Mamma Mia should have won. Searching should have won, but it wasn't nominated. So they searching should have won something. Yeah, that movie was great. Amazing. Not enough white folks, guys. Don't ever make that mistake. Actually, (laughs) he's like mostly white people. (laughs) Speaking of white people, Black Panther. Wait, hold on. Won like two awards, right? Best costume design, which was a bit of a surprise to me because I thought the favorite had this wrapped up. But hey, shout out to them. Congrats. That 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 always goes to the period pieces. I was shocked. Yeah, I agree. They got it. One best best production design too, which kind of goes hand in hand with also shocking. Yeah. Um, not as. Not as big a competition. Production design, it, it was going up against the favorite first man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. Eh, I, th- I, I thought, guess. I, the thought, f- I thought the favorite. Yeah. Were on yeah. This kind of went Did the same way the as I saw it, yeah. I thought it was okay. I didn't love it. Cody, did you see it? Did not see it. Okay. It was a good movie. But I would love it, though. Best Cinematography went to Alfonso Cuaron. He had a good day. Uh, also nominated Cold War, Lucas Shrial. The Favorite, Robbie Ryan, Never Look Away, which I've never heard of. Uh, Caleb Deschanel. What ha- and A Star is Born, Matthew Lubatique. Personally, I would have given that one to A Star is Born. I think he captured the energy of all the you know, oh, live music no, sequences. No, 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 no. And I don't... What the hell is Never Look Away? Why is this? Why the that would be a movie? Got him. Starring Tom Schilling. I don't even. I. That's not even a person. That's not even a real person. That's a weird one. Um. Cody, thoughts on that cinematography? Uh, who won? Roma. Roma Alfonso makes Roma. sense. Yeah. Cool. It's a good pick. Stars yeah. one though. 
No. Sound editing and mixing both went, went to Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, A Quiet Place was literally right there for sound editing and was 98% sound. And I don't, like, I guess that's not as impressive as adding reverb to Radio Gaga, but whatever. Not going to be salty. <sighs> yeah, you are. Yeah, that's you why are. we're here. It's stupid, guys. You know, it's just stupid. <laughs> let John let John Krasinski have his thing. It's not like he has a beautiful wife he, and gr- gorgeous children and a career. He'll get the, it in the sequel. It's fine. Uh, maybe. Uh, I honestly, I just want. I don't want a sequel to that movie. Why? Because it's the perfect one-off picture. Why ruin it by adding shitty sequels? This is why um, most horror franchises aren't respected. But did, mo- did John Carpenter make Halloween too? I don't know. He wrote it. Did James Cameron, or no, did Ridley Scott make Aliens? This doesn't happen a lot. I don't understand I mean, what your point is. Got people who make like a classic horror movie don't often yeah, come back for the sequel. Spielberg didn't come back to Jaws. James Wan came back to Conjuring, and he brought us Bill. Right, Cody? You like Bill. The ghost. I do like Bill. So, I don't know. Maybe it could work out. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. I still think they should have just done it, like, anthology style, but... I'm curious to see what I actually happens. agree with that. Yeah. I don't, I don't need... I, I don't that's need, a good idea. I don't need more of the family. Give me another story in the world. I mean, I do need more Emily Blunt, and I always need more. I mean, I if you put her in, like, a supporting role, like, with another lead, that's fine, but focus on something else. Yes. But yeah, I I guess it should have won, or I don't know. I picked Roma for both sound things, but that's just because I'm an Alfonso fanboy. My Quaron Kino. Quaro Kino? Kino Quaron Cock. Kino Roan? I don't know, I'll work on it. Uh, best best animated sure. feature film. Cody. Yes. What won this one? Spider Man. Spider Man. I'm just so happy it didn't go to Incredibles. Totally deserved, by the way. Saw it again last night. How many times have you seen that movie? Four. In the theater? In the theater. At home? Oh, you went to the theater to see it. Wow, look at you. Yeah, it was playing in Ithaca. Nice. How many people were there, just out of curiosity? There was actually a pretty decent-sized um, group of people there. Like a dozen, two dozen? Probably closer to a dozen, yeah. Nice. What's that? I wonder what that? What's that box office at? Not enough. Yeah, I think it wasn't doing that great. Like it's doing okay, but let's fire up the old box office mojo and get the straight answer. <laughs> okay, so production budget of ninety million. Uh, Cody, what do you think it has? Throw a guess worldwide. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! Really? Seven hundred fifty million dollars. No, three fifty nine. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It's pretty good. With a 51% to 49% split, domestic and foreign. It should... I just don't understand how it's made that little. Like, it's a lot, but it's not anywhere near... I I mean, that's... It's almost quadruple the budget. 36... I know, but like... Yeah. Well, like, if it was made for 150 million, it would have made... I mean, I'm I'm not talking in, like comparison to its budget but just in comparison to other movies of its kind well it's it's not i mean it's a smart movie it's not like secret life of pets that you 
you know, dumb people would like. It's good. I like secret life and pets. Okay. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> but who, but Matt, tell me who the people are that are taking their kids to see secret life of pets. Is, is up, is, they're New York State Fair people, Josh. Oh dear. <laughs> Full circle. And Spider-Man is like a different class of people. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I don't know, I never saw Secret Life of Pets. 359 is pretty good. Whatever, give me a sequel, don't really care. And the, oh, the, the home box office, or the home video sales, or whatever they sell the rights Ooh, to are gonna be those nuts. Are gonna be crazy, yeah. Netflix will, I guarantee you, Netflix will pay like $60 million if they can have this for two years. Just I will high key buy it twice, I don't even care. Right, yeah. I might, I might get it on digital and then again on 4K. Also, releasing a, an animated movie like this in December was kind of a big gamble. So you're going up against Aquaman and the Holly, and the holiday movies and all that kind of stuff. So, if the sequel comes out in like, March or May or something like that. Give it in the summer, dude. Imagine the summer. Yeah, it'll have a lot more room to breathe. Um, so that beat out, uh, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, hashtag sad, Mariah and Ralph breaks the internet, which, I'm assuming people have seen. The, the only other one know. that even slightly deserves the award is Isla Dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, nothing else on that list was even close to qual- the quality of Spider-Man. That's, that's the only animated movie that I remember. I love Isla Dogs, so that was a good movie. No, stop motion. I'm a total slut for. Um, best for language film obviously went to Roma. You know, take that to the bank. Best adapted screenplay: Black Klansman beat out Buster Scruggs. Did not. Oh, did adapted. yeah, did Very, very happy about that. Can you ever forgive me if Bill Street could talk and A Star Is Born? Also, very good on that one. Didn't realize Spike Lee hadn't won before, so glad about that. He probably won. He and either he or Olivia Coleman just won the night from a meme perspective, where he was just just going he was nuts, salty, and dissing some of the other movies and. You know, I love that. I love that in his speech. He's like, we need to, you know, in 2020, we need to have love conquer hate. And Trump is like, that's a racist attack on me. I was like, what? Mm, he talking? He really call you out, but okay. Uh, best original screenplay went to Green Book over the favorite first reformed Roman Vice. Kind of a yes. weak, kind of a weak screenplay class, I have to say. Like there it, were other, there were better things they could have nominated. I don't know why most of those were there. But. Only time I ever really cared about that. Category was when her was nominated. Fair. Or when Steve Jobs wasn't, when I just fucking stroked out. You did a suicide. Yeah. But like last year, best original screenplay last year was Get Out, Big Sick, Lady Bird, Shape Water, and Three Billboards. And Adapted wow, that's was, actually a really great. <laughs> Adapted was Call Me By Your Name, Disaster Artist, Logan, aka an older you know. man, you know, all broken down, past his prime, you know. That's a callback meme. Molly's game from the from Daddy Sorkin and Mudbound. Like that's seven or eight solid choices. And this one, I don't know. Like where was eighth grade? I don't know. Snubbed. I do not know. Like the favorite was okay. Like favorite's pretty good. First reformed was good. I love Vice, but no. <laughs> uh, Roma, I don't know. I don't think the screenplay is really that big of a, like, 
the screenplay isn't like the tenth most important thing in that movie. Would you agree, Josh? Oh yeah, I love the movie. It doesn't need like to be there. It's a story movie. It's not a screenplay movie. You know, you could write that. You could write that's a, that's a director's movie. Yeah, you could write those on index cards. You don't need even need a script. You say, like, "Oh, here's a scene where this happens and that happens, and I'm gonna do this move and that move." You don't really need a script. adapted screenplay is for dialogue movies. Pretty much, yeah. Then, Which still doesn't make sense to Steve Jobs and get nominated in 2015, but I don't even that's neither here nor there. That was right about the time that I just lost faith in everything. <sighs> That's also when the father became president. No, it wasn't. It was, I mean, it was that same year. The next year. Yeah. It was at the end of the year versus the beginning of the year, but my point remains. <laughs> I don't know what your point is at all. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Best Supporting Actress, Regina King, beat out Amy Adams, Marina de Tavira, Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss. Pretty classic vote split, and then... Nobody really knew why Marina de Tavira was nominated for Roma, so they're just like, eh, whatever. And then Amy Adams, not many people like Vice, so it's pretty good. Pretty good win for Regina King. Um, don't really feel anything about any of those. I was fine with just about any of those women. Uh, best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali, his second Best Supporting Actor win in three years. Pretty crazy. Uh, and True Detective also. <laughs> the season finale was that night, so he just overall had a really good day. He beat out Adam Driver, am, sad. Am, am, am I a racist for thinking he's not that great of an actor as everyone else yeah. says he is? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. okay. Remember when he gave me shit for not liking Moonlight? I'm going to superimpose you into the clan scenes of Black Klansmen. Yeah. He's, I'd love, he's, he's, True he's Detective. Good. I just, I, if you want to see him at his full potential, give True Detective a watch. Cause like, he plays I see like, him be really good. It's just the things he gets nominated for, I'm just like, he was in Moonlight for like ten minutes, and he didn't do anything that extraordinary. It was he's a slice of life. In, he's good in Green Book, but like again, I, I, what else did you like? Fine. Was it like, I saw him. He was in something that I really liked him. Oh, uh, was it Place Beyond the Pines? That might have been it. He's in Predators. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> I did know. I noticed that too. Curious Case and Benjamin Button. He was good in that. I remember that. There was Hunger a Games in that movie. He's in the, t- the last two Hunger Games movies. Uh, Free State of Jones, Cody's favorite movie. I didn't see that movie. He was great in Free State of Jones. That's what I remember him in. And I, I heard I, that I, movie I hate, just was bad. I, hate, I hated the movie. He was awesome in it. Oh, he's also in House of Cards. Oh, that's fun. Yes, he was for like. Oh, Remy Danton, the the barbecue guy. No, not the barbecue guy. No, that's guy. Freddy. You're racist. <laughs> oh God. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll edit us both into Black Klansman, Josh. Yeah, at me into. I don't want to be left out. <laughs> I'll put you over Topher. Please. <laughs> Sounds like I'm talking to a true white American, but it's actually you, Cody. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would have taken Elliot. I think he's no. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, same. <sighs> you know, Cody. I don't Here you are making fun of him. The I'm, car scene is. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just paying tribute to the Connor. Can you tell me what was said in the car scene, Josh? What what words were exchanged between those two men? <laughs> Give me the specific words. I want to. Well, yeah, don't look up the okay. script. Tell me what was it said. Went, it went something along the lines of. Uh huh. Uh huh. And, and then it was followed up by. Okay. No, he's like, then, no, no. What then, he said was, and then he said, and then cried, and then oh, cried. acting. No, he said what he said was, you know, Bradley Cooper, you know. 
when I said it before. <laughs> you were the one I idolized, not Dad. And then he shut the door, and then he backed up. And then light, cut to Jackson hanging from a belt in his garage. So how is that good acting? Can someone just explain it to me? You try it, Cody. It, it may be emotional. That's all I know. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll, I'll say my words. You make feel shit. Well, we'll get into better performances in, um, soon. Sam Elliott was better in, in that one Jurassic Park. He was, he's, he's pretty good in Ghost Rider. One was good in Ghost Rider. <laughs> I, I, I love those movies. Other than he's seventy four years old. Shout out to Sam Elliott. Uh, I can't even think of what I've seen him in recently, other than Stars Born. His his middle name is Pack. How about that, guys? Wow. Wait, what? He's his next movie is the Gettysburg Address. Ooh, is he playing Lincoln? The Gettysburg Address is an unreleased American documentary written, produced, and directed by Sean Connery. Oh my god, is he narrating a Gettysburg Address movie? This is the greatest day of my life. Oh no, Matthew Broderick is narrating it. Because he was in glory. He's doing the voice of Ward Hill Lehman, and David Morse is going to be Abraham Lincoln. Who? David Morse, I don't know, he's got a face, he's one of those guys. (laughs) Jason Alexander, Keith David, Michael C. Hall, Carrie Elwes, David Stratham. Wow, what a cast. I mean, Gary Busey for, uh, is John Calhoun? Yes, sir. Uh, that's actually I'm in for Jason Alexander, though. Bob Gunton, too. William Fichter. Wow, this is a sneaky good old white guy cast. Huh, I'm excited about that. Show that in school, Cody. I might. Uh, he's also in the Up in the Air. That's a good movie. Never heard of it. Really good movie. George Clooney. Last time he was like super sexy. Um, oh, da, 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 da. Best actress went to Olivia Coleman for the favorite. She beat out who, Josh, in Roma? Say the name. You can say the name. Say the name. I don't want to. Say the name. Captain so you Spanish. Right. I don't even know. I don't actually have the name in front of me. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yalitza Aparicio. That. In Roma. Glenn Close, Thanks. also in The Wife. Uh. Uh, Allie in Stars Born. Lady Gaga. Allie in A Stars Born. Uh, and Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Glad she won just for the speech, because I feel like Gaga's would be just so eye roll and schmaltzy. Uh, Gaga, you know, you know what Gaga's mistake was throughout this whole process? More she played the part of an Academy Award winner in her first movie before she actually did it. Where she was like posturing of like, oh, I'm just so Bradley and blah blah blah. And I was like, ah, oh, you're killing it, girl. She's you're killing yourself. She's over dramatic. I'm sorry. I know she is. She absolutely is. And I'm saying she did that too much. Where she, if she would have played it cool, a little bit cooler, and not done the whole hundred people in a room and the whole like, you know, fawning over Bradley Cooper at every minute, like she probably would have done better. But people just got old, tired of the shtick. And Olivia Coleman's British and everybody likes British people. Like she said yeah. snog in her acceptance speech. How amazing is that? Pretty great. It's pretty great. And then best actor Ray Malik, Dick Cheney, Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, and Defoe Viggo Martinson. Moving on to Best Director. Um I found a Quaron. <laughs> defeated. You gonna put up a fight there, Josh? I don't care. I told John Care who wins. <laughs> 
in his Oscar clip, he was lip syncing, guys. <laughs> he was lip syncing in his Oscar I, clip. I saw, I saw that movie uh, described as a long TikTok, <laughs> and it made me laugh. Just an overlong TikTok, an overly edited TikTok. Hit or miss. I guess they never miss, huh? Do you know what that song is? You've got a... What's it? What's it? It's, it's, is it a beard when you have a fake wife? You got yeah. a beard friend. I bet she doesn't love you. I don't know. Ma. Sorry. Best director. Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, defeated Spike Lee. Poel Polakowski, Yorgos Lanthimos, and Adam McKay to capture. It sounds deserved, honestly. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Second best director, right? Now best, something like that. Second best director win. I don't know. Of the last six years, the best directors have been him twice, uh, Inaritu twice for some ungodly reason, and then Del Toro the other time, and then Chazelle, I think. So it's you know, hey, don't build that wall because these guys are good at movies. So, that's what I'll... Don't mean to get political here, guys. I know that's not really my thing, but, you know. I'll, I'll say that. I, I do wish they would stop building doing that during the speeches. Stop not building the wall? Just just stop. calm down. Yeah. Just, just just focus on the movies. Yeah. it's. Keep, I lo- keep, I'm so... Keep the, keep the commentary for the movies, not the speeches. Yeah, I'm by far the wokest person on this podcast, and I even think, like, let's cool it for a little bit. Like, we get Spike it. Lee, the midterms up. happened. You know, we're going into the election cycle. Just, just settle down for just a minute. Just give us a little bit of time while we figure out who the nominee is, and then you can go grandstand and make yourself feel good for those whatever twenty twenty that year. But just for right now, let's just chill. Let's chill the fuck out. Like, I don't know. all this onslaught of having to look at every movie like it's a written because of Trump is just killing me inside. Hate it so much. Well, to be fair, the guy who made it super overtly, or overtly political did write his movie about Trump. So, yikes! Who? Oh, you talking about Adam McKay? Spike Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That was one of my complaints about it. It was just like, okay, all right, Let's make Wait, America great like again. No, 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 no. It was like. It was the moments where they just fit in, like, the little catchphrases, you know? Let's make America great again. Yeah, and all that stupid shit. I was like, okay, come on. But it's more important for that movie to be made than made perfectly, I think. So, whatever. Um, Best Picture went to Green Book over Black the Panther, Black the Klansman. Uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody, thank God it didn't win. Thank God. Favorite, Roma, Stars Born, Vice... Uh, I feel like I didn't see Green Book, but I wanted Black Klansman to win. Yeah, me too. That was my second pick. I'm squarely in the camp of as long as it's not Bohemian Rhapsody, so I'm just you know indifferent. It's fine. I kind of soured on that on Green Book a little bit. Just the more I sort of thought about it and thought about how I see it as opposed to how other people see it. I'm just like, uh, but Viggo Morgenstein's in it, dude. That's Aragorn. Uh, Who was better than Sirius Black. Which, which Death Eater was he? Lame ass baby book, Harry Potter. Stupid, bad art, Harry Potter. But it, I've sat on Green Book just a smidge. 
you know, trying to listen to other viewpoints and like realize, you know, basic woke stuff that you guys hate me for. And, you know, it's fine. It's not Bohemian Rhapsody, so I can live with it. Whatever. I heard it was boring. It's not, it's, it's cute. fine. It's parts of it are cute, but it does like this whole, I'm becoming more attuned to the white savior storytelling trope. And I'm like, the more I realize how many movies it's in, the more I like, don't like it. Oh, so you're a cuck. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I don't need to see it done 15,000 times the exact same way. I mean, Vigo does eat an entire pizza. Like he just takes a pizza out of a box, rolls it up and starts eating it, which is pretty great. But he's the best person in the world. I can't. I cannot remember them for the life of me which Death Eater he was. How am I blanking? Because he was in a good series. Was he Rookwood? Was he Yaxley? You made him mad. <laughs> the fact that you know the names of Death Eaters is like the saddest thing in the world. I know the names of Death Eaters. Fuck you. That's the saddest thing in the world to me. Rookwood, Yaxley, uh, Les- Rodolphus Lestrange, right? Yeah. Greyback's one of them. Lucius Malfoy, of course. Uh, Dolohov, I like that name. Uh, Aga- Rolf, Ralph, Rolfy, Rolf, Raul. I don't know. Raul. Raul, Raul, that's right, that's right, no. There's a lot of them, Cody, there's a lot of lore there, you should look into it. Yeah, I don't care about that lore. <laughs> so, next year, couple questions for you. We're in February right now, the, actually the next year's awards is gonna be like the week after the Super Bowl. Can you believe that? So it's Super Bowl, and then Oscars, back to back. Wow, that's... crazy. I know. Dumb? It's, but it's better than having Wait. it come out, having the Oscars like two that's months like, into the year. That's something that's like on like, what, February like 10th or 11th? Yeah. Jesus. I think there's, it should be like the next week, like give it a week of space between yeah, Super Bowl and Oscar stuff. Well, I've always felt like doing it now, it just feels like it's too late where all the movies have come out, all the movies have been They're in They're all theaters. forgotten about. Yeah. yeah. Once, once you've been in there, once you've been in the theaters for like, three weeks or four weeks or whatever, I think it's good time to do the Oscars. But, like, six weeks? Pushing it. Because then it's just, you kind of are talking in circles, and then, you know, something like Bohemian Rhapsody can have a late push and beat stuff that it should normally beat. But whatever. It's more strategic than anything. Um, no host. Yes or no? Cody? No. Josh? No. I also say no. Will you two be nominated? Cody? Yeah. Josh? No. I also say no. I don't think they're going to have a project at that time. They're going to make Sing Street 2, dude. I don't know. Uh, what is... What big movie, and I, I, I don't mean necessarily blockbuster, but high-profile talent director, what big movie does, like, Stars Borns or Bohemian Rhapsodies, where it just gets a ton of nominations? I could see Knives Out, maybe. Uh, Tarantino's movie. That too. I would go. I'd put my money on the Irishman. Think, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Netflix is like they sort of are. I think they take they're taking all these Roma, not failures. It didn't fail. It won. It got a best director and won some technical stuff. But I think they were banking on this because being from an auteur like Quaron as like the movie that submits themselves as Oscar players. And I think they're going to maybe, hopefully, learn the lessons that uh, Roma taught them and apply them a little, not better, but just learn from their mistakes, kind of, with Irishmen. I think that's going to kill it. What um, mistakes? Uh, Like, they kind of, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, like, 
they really overdid it when it came to sending stuff. Like they were just sending posters and books on books on books and just insane stuff to um, pundits and voters, and it was just like our, a little overboard. I also think uh, us has a chance. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's going to be the soft a sophomore slump, personally, because how could it not? Um, Did you see the trailer? It looks great. No, it's no, I'm sure. Yeah, it looks really, really good, but you know. Maybe. I think I think it's gonna do way better than Get Out. Really? Oh yeah. Interesting. That's. I mean, I just think it looks better than Get Out, but I think it's. I I didn't lose my mind for Get Out like everyone else did. But it's Jordan Peele. Because you're racist. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's Jordan Peele, and it has that going for it. Mm -hmm. It Has no competition, so money wise, it's gonna be fine. I just think if it's a smidge not as great as Get Out, then that's gonna be the story. Is what I'm thinking of. I think he's only gonna get better. Maybe, maybe, but we'll find out soon enough. He's a better cast too. Who good isn't it? Let's do a quick tally of the of the actors in Us and actors in Get Out as to who's appeared on the West Wing, written by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, for Christ's sake! Okay, I've crunched numbers, and the tally's one nothing. Get Out. So what? Oh, because Bradley Whitford. Yeah, Bradley Whitford. So sorry, you you lose this one, Josh. Lupita Nyong'o is better than any of them. So she. Let me do a quick check. Was she in the West Wing? Let's get a good. I'm actually I'm actually typing that into my computer. I don't know why. I think it's time for a Dulé Hill, Assange. Let's get him in Jordan Peele's next picture. Yes. Yes. Do you guys know who Dulé Hill is? Are you racist? He's I Charlie. Don't. Or Charlie, I should say. As he was in... As President um, Bartlett says. Charlie? No, it's Charlie. 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 He was also in Psych. Mm, to a lesser degree. Uh, I think, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I think is going to be big. Just like in a Tarantino sense of like all his movies pretty much get, at least from Death Proof on, just get a bunch of nominations. Um, oh, let's see. Al Pacino's having a good year, by the way. Irishman and Once Upon a Time. One year. Good for him. Uh, what is, what's a big movie that you think is not going to do well and is going to kind of thud? Star Wars. Well, I like Oscar movie. Star Wars. Oscar movie. Star Wars. Oh my god. It'll get, that's like a technical. It doesn't get acting and directing and stuff like that. I don't know. It did 40 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's 40 years ago. Yeah, I know. 40. I will put my money on Detective Pikachu. It will not do as well as it probably should uh, at the Oscars. No. Um, at the Oscars, yeah. I don't feel like coming out for that tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh really? Cool. I won't yeah. watch it, but cool. I'm going to put my money on... It's a risky pick. I don't think Little Women is going to be as good as we think it should be. Well, why does that movie need to exist? Because we've got a good wig and all-female cast and all that. I think it'll be fine, but I don't think it's going to be a Lady Bird level of, oh, well, this is here. This person's going to get a nomination for acting. This person for acting. Director, screenplay. I don't think it's going to be that. But I think it's going to be solid. But I don't know. That's just my prediction. Josh? What about you? Big movies? That you think I don't good? know. I I can't even think of any off the top of my head. Um, what's what that movie? Uh, what's his name is making? Um, Will Smith. Um, is that an Oscar movie though? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ang Lee's movie. Um, yeah, Gemini Man. It it yeah. reads more of like a thriller to me. Is it? I don't know. Doesn't it come out late in the year? 
Uh, October 11th. So what, um, what about Joker? Oh man, that's a tricky one. It's like Logan. I would say no. I can, I, I no. could see an actor. I would say no, but like you said, I could see, Joaquin Phoenix is Kino enough to where if he's really great, like real, like Ledger great, I don't, I could definitely see him getting a nomination. I think, I think legitimately Joker is going to be like a great movie, like 98%, like not 98, like 90% Rotten Tomatoes, you know, critics be like, well shit, this was awesome kind of a movie. Um, uh, and also, uh, yesterday. That's yeah. Another movie. Oh, the Beatles one? Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I really hope so. I'm very. Me too. I'm gonna put, let me throw something at you. Best director nominee. I, th- I actually, now that I'm looking at this right now, I'm kind of feeling more confident in it. Best director nominee, Mike Flanagan. For Doctor for... Sleep. Is that this year? Yeah. I thought that was 2020. No, it's this year. What do you think? I don't know. Um, I think he's paid his dues. Not paid his dues so much. He's made a bunch of really good, smaller movies. Haunting of Hill House is apparently really great. And this has got a big cast. It's It's got a good good awards release date. It's November 8th. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's possible. It's, you know, if you're picking up Kubrick, so if he gets close to Kubrick, people are going to be like, wow, he got close it's, to Kubrick. I don't Holy. know if it will get anywhere, <laughs> anywhere near Kubrick, but. No, I'm not saying like, you know, if Kubrick's a 10, I'm saying he could probably, if he gets to an 8, people are like, wow, that was close to Kubrick, you know, level. Maybe not as like in shots, but like in intensity and stuff like that, because I know he can do that. He's very good at that. Um so, Josh, you sort of mentioned yesterday is a possible surprise movie that could weasel its way in. Cody, anything on your radar? No. No? No. Because no Venom 2, obviously. No Venom 2. Um, Avengers 4. I thought we just did Avengers 4. Was that Avengers nope. 3? We just three. did Avengers 3. I got yelled at <laughs> yesterday. For yikes. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Interesting. Well... Only about eight months before we start to really know those answers. And Joker comes out. Did you guys, I sent you both a video of like a low quality recording of Joaquin Phoenix on the set doing his Joker laugh. Did you I guys did watch, watch it. Okay. I would say. Why would I ruin it? I, it's, it's faint enough to where it's probably safe to watch. Just to get you excited, but not like ruin it for you. Why would I? It didn't really sound like anything. It just sounded like a cackle. Exactly. I'd rather just wait to... It's a new over. interpretation. Watching what are you listening to? Mason, what do, you, what do you have for us? Hold on one second. What do you have for the class today? Who, me? Mason, what do you got for us? Uh, Let's... True Detective, guys. Okay, I've good. watched Is that. Is it better than the second season? Yes. Second season blue. Mostly because I did not finish the second season because I was bored and sad that it wasn't good. But I finished this one. Uh, I watched it week to week, which was great. I'm an old man and I like to watch my television that way. And it is the mystery's solid. The characters are solid. 
Stephen Dorff is surprisingly good. Who? <laughs> Stephen Dorff. He's like a, he was like in one 90s thing or something like that, and then he disappeared, and now he's back, and he's going to be good from now on. I don't know. Uh, there's a bit in the show where, obviously, if you've seen the first season, you know that these take place over different time periods. And so Mahershala plays a guy in the 80s, in 92, and then 2015, when he's, like, super old. And when he plays super old, he, like, moves, you know, he changes physically. He's, like, hunched over, and he, you know, shuffles along. Um, and Steven Dorff just doesn't. Like, just, mm. like, he doesn't really try to act old, except for, like, he walks a little bit slower. But, like, his voice, his physicality is all pretty much the same. So that's kind of a letdown. And then... The relationship between Mahershala Ali's character and his wife is just a beating. It's, like, cool, and then they just keep having the same conversations and, like, gotcha lines over and over, and it just got really, really stale. Um, so, obviously, first season is, like, a 10 out of 10. This is, like, a 7. It's okay, but, you know, it's just good to know that these can be good again after season two. So Compared to the first one. Mystery's not as good, the characters aren't as good, visuals aren't as good. Uh, so it's okay. I can't really think of anything that this does better than the first season, but it's not bad. Okay. Like if, if this was first season one of True Detective, I'd be like, holy shit, that was amazing. But You'd be excited for the second. Yeah, but the first season is just so iconic and so rewatchable and perfect. And this I'll one is just like, yeah. yeah, it's okay. Um... And, Cody, why don't you go next? Because Josh and I have a movie or two, I think. What did I... See, I saw Spider-Man again, like I said. a boy. Perfect movie. Actual best movie of the year. Don't care what you say. Um, best animated movie. Best movie of the year. Got it. I saw the Lego movie, too. Oh, we, I saw that, too. I liked it. It was okay. I didn't like it as much as the first one, but it was good. It's okay. Made me laugh. Um, yeah, spot it. Uh, I'm watching Mad Men. Did you guys ever watch Mad Men? No. I gave it four episodes and then I got bored. I like it. Uh. On a scale of one to ten, how MRA is it? I don't know what that stands for. Men's rights activists. Oh, like a nine. Nice. All the women in this show suck. Great. That's it. That's it. Okay. Josh, How to Turn Your Dragon, The Hidden World. It is my favorite movie of the year. What? Over Velvet Buzzsaw? Mm. It's a mm. joke, right? Yes. You love Velvet Buzzsaw. God. Over Ass? Sorry, I mean Alita? Cody, can I get a Just a pity lap. Please clap. <laughs> really favorite movie of the year i love this movie it's not my favorite of the three my i actually brought my least favorite of the three but what, what's, I, your, what's your dragon I, ranking uh two one three but i i love i love this movie. star wars thing huh most trilogies really dark knight yep um mama mia so far Lord of the Rings. Human Centipede. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> great movie, great end of the trilogy. I loved it. That scene in the hurricane 
That was beautiful. And the Northern Lights. Yeah. Fucking hit me with a shovel. Good God, that was Don't great. Spoil those, please. Uh, yeah, that was cool. There was another one that was, uh, I guess them in the hidden world for the first time was also pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see in 3D? I don't do 3D, no. Oh, it was worth it in 3D. So good in 3D. Made the colors pop. And it made it all look three dimensional, you know? How do, I don't get that. How does putting dimming glasses on make the colors pop? I don't know. I don't know. But it does. But it does. It does. I don't like the... <laughs> One thing I noticed in, the, in that movie was like... Uh, like, they're, they're Vikings, right? Yeah. And they have axes and they have swords and stuff. But, like, every single time they take down an enemy, they just, like, hit him on the head with the end of the sword. Like, I was like, come on, you got, you got, a, you got a, f- a fire sword, dude. Chop some arms off. Cauterize some shit, bro. This is Bush League. You know, you know these are made for families, right? Kids got to learn sometime. It's bullshit. I want to see some gore. I want to see some violence. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Hiccup went, f- or not Hiccup? Yeah, Hiccup, right? Jay Baruchel. Yeah. He yeah. went full Jackson Maine there at the end. Tuesday is like, and then Sylvester Stallone was like, he didn't. He didn't do that. What are you talking about? He grumbled a little bit. He's like, this is, my, really. this is my son. I was like, what? I don't know what you're saying. Very good good beard, though. And then, do you want to dip our toe into the Alita waters just a smidge? No, we don't need to. We can just move on to what you're going to do. Let's do a whole episode on that. It's I really not. think we should. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to just have the one movie a year where I can just love it and not <laughs> your, your, your nonsense. We'll think about it next time. Cody, can I let Cody you want to play a game of true or false? Sure. Or no, no, this is let's play a game of two truths and a lie. These are three plot points from Alita Battle Angel. Tell me which one's the lie. Number one, there is a scene in which Alita watches a dog get crushed to death, and then she puts her two fingers in the blood and wipes them on her face. Number two. The climactic scene of the movie is her carrying around, or is her dropping her boyfriend who's had his arms, one of his arms and two, both of his legs cut off, and he drops to his death. Or is the lie number three, Ed Norton plays like an albino. Which one's a lie? Number three. They're all true, Cody. Oh no. It's awesome. <laughs> I wish it was, I, here's what I'll say about it. I wish it was like w- way worse. Cause then it would have been a lot more fun. But it's not. So it's not as fun. Sad. But you liked it. Mm-hmm. How much? My second favorite movie of the year. Over ass? Wait, so, hold on. So your number two is Alita. Your number one is Velvet Buzzsaw. Your number three is How to Train Your Dragon. So That's not at all what I just said. Ass is number four. Wow. Wow. That's interesting list there. Velvet Buzzsaw is just going to stay at the bottom. But you love that movie. No. No. The dog scene. Tell, talk to me about the dog scene. Just a little bit. What That's dog not, scene? I don't want to talk about it. You hate I'm it. tired. Didn't you hate that Workaholics movie because there was a dog? I hated it because they made a joke out of it. Okay. This was done dramatically, and also the dog lives. What? 
Yeah, he lives. In the movie? Not in the movie. They put out a thing on Twitter. How, though? That was a uh, lot of blood. It crunched. I heard crunching. It's a little robot body. Are you serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> please. Also, please explain to me this. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just genuinely curious. What is the, up with the scene where they cut the guy's head off at the end? The boyfriend. What about it? Like, was there an actual scene where they just hacked this dude's noggin right off? Like, at the yeah, neck? Yeah, that's like Rick right out of the comic. And he lives. Yeah. So in the comic, do you see them cut his head off? No, they, or, I'm trying to remember what happens. Yeah, they cut it, well, cause it's goat, cause she attaches it to her, her body. Like, she keeps him alive with her body. What are we, I don't, this is, I'm, I'm not in the mood for this right now. Like her, the, this, the, tech, the technology in her body keeps her, his brain functioning, which keeps him alive. Cody, they also have bounty hunters called Hunter Warriors. And they awesome. say that every time. We need an episode about this. <laughs> a, not right now. A running it's through the bad Most of your problems with this movie come from the source material. So. Please. Wow, that's not good. Guys, please. Just want to so, basically, okay. what you're saying. So One you're last thing. One last thing. Rollerball oh. roller makes as much sense rules-wise as Quidditch. Prove me wrong. Yeah, but rollerball is more fun to watch. Just destroy everybody. And it's motorball, not rollerball. You do, how much do you think I care getting the name of Mollerball right? Robert Mollerball is what it should be called. Got it. Got it. Okay. I won't subject you anymore, Cody. I, don't, I know you... This is tired. The brain can only take too much stupid too late, but... <laughs> I thought it was, I don't know. It was fine. It was bad, but it was fine. It's nowhere near as bad as bow wrap, so I gotta give it that. It's my new, my new scale to judge things on. Anyways, next week. What's out next week? Captain Marvel next week? No, there's nothing no. next week. Yeah, we'll figure nothing. something out. Something fun. Something fun. Good fellas? Very random. I kind of want to, I already watched this year. I want to watch it again. So someone should join me. Goodfellas episode. It's Goodfellas is, is better than The Godfather. I'm just going to say it. <sighs> I'll tell you, it's, it's a true. lot, it's a lot closer than I thought it was like three weeks ago. Cause Pesci is just the best. Joe Pesci is probably one of my five favorite actors. Come to think of it. I think we need to change that list. Even though I've seen him and liked him in like four things. He's just the fucking best. You guys should watch Casino if you haven't yet. It's, oh, it's almost peak Pesci. Uh, but until next time, you can follow us at underscore reflex on the Twitter. Assuming Josh doesn't change the password again. <laughs> uh, send us an email at reflexpodcast at gmail.com and as always, leave an iTunes review. And until then, Josh, Cody, love you. Catch you. I love you too. Yes! You don't have to say it, Josh. I know, I know you won't mean it, so just, you can... Damn right. Yeah, there you go. Oh, baby, yeah.